champions of the world world champions here in the united states absolutely <laughs> did you watch any of it i have no idea how baseball works I, i've been to a baseball game but yeah. i didn't know what they were doing no well it's, it's uh you you feel the way i do about cricket <laughs> okay I, I don't know what happens in cricket either what <laughs> oh, okay okay uh i i kind of understand the concept of rugby like you're going that way and similar to American football but anyways oh my look gamble what is happening digital ramblers we are back episode 151 if you didn't check out 150 it was fuego the people that did oh my gamble the comments were epic thank y'all for joining us there on facebook and dropping some comments yeah, we're on the road to episode 200. I'm, I'm beginning the countdown early, JJ. It's, it's uh, coming. It's going to happen, no doubt about it. And actually, that, I'm getting an, I'm thinking about a parade. I've been inspired by the Houston Astros. I think we should have an episode 200 parade. Let's organize it now. Woo! <laughs> it's going to happen. There you go. A year from now? Yeah, it will be about then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about then, yeah. We should be, uh, yeah. We should be celebrating, or at least nail-biting. Okay, so we're continuing our how-to series. And yeah, yeah. uh, this week, this we're going to talk about a pretty hot topic. And it's... it's, an, it's this, is a, this is an elephant-in-the-room topic. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's one of those ones that you never really want to bring up in a fear of frightening people about the connected home, scaring people about smart <laughs> home. But everything that you that we install is dependent on the the security of the network. So this week, JJ, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, this week we are going to talk about how to dot, dot, dot. And it's popping up right here on the window. How to dot, dot, dot. Protect your home from cyber attacks. And Gamble, this is something that is... In our industry, we know happen on a regular basis, and these attacks can happen from all kinds of devices. We're not just talking about smart home devices. These problems happen whenever you're at the coffee shop, you know, or whenever you're you're over at your parents' house, or they're at your house. These things are, are, are everywhere, and they're just kind of hiding in the shadows, just waiting for an opportunity to to attack but you know i'm happy to say that there are options out there for homeowners and businesses to actually protect themselves with some understanding of of what's actually happening it's this is one of those there's there's something available possibly coming down the line that can lift the veil of understanding of what's going on on your on your network yeah, I'm excited to talk about this one because it's it is a bit of a new topic for, for both of us. So, you know, let's get into it. episode one fifty one. Let's push that button, JJ. Hey, and 
Thanks for joining us. And those that are new to the Digital Ramble Show, please take a look at our website at digitalrambleshow.com where you can find all of our previous episodes, 150 of them, as well as you can check us out on 11 different podcast streaming services, Apple Music, uh, what is it, Apple iTunes? I don't do Apple. I do Spotify. Apple. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. There you go. You can find us there. But our favorite is Anchor.fm because you can actually go on there and leave us a voice recording and uh, let us know your thoughts on the topics that we've discussed and, uh, you know, topic at hand. And today we are talking about cybersecurity and attacks that are prevalent and possible to happen in your house. Yeah, I think for many years since since the early days of us all having a home computer we were always made aware of of viruses and a lot of us paid out a lot of money per month per year to to host a an antivirus software running on our machines and that for a long time was just you know we just had one computer in our home and you protected it and and then it felt like for a period antivirus kind of went out of fashion mm. i think people started to trust more uh their, their apple mac their 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 macbook their imac and there was some myths about things being unhackable or hyper secure and then people then adopted smartphones and tablets and it's i think they started to trust more that the provider of the telephone, the manufacturer of the telephone or the tablet is protecting them, mm -hmm. which is a complete fantasy. If you think that that device is, is keeping you safe from the millions of attacks. And I think we looked up the statistic, JJ, it was like 1 billion, 1 billion IOT hacks yeah. per, per day. I think it was something ridiculous. It was like a mind blowing figure. And it's, it needs to come we need to come back to being way more secure and, and aware of our devices and who who is on our network and who's leaving joining and has access to our network mm -hmm. you know you, you spoke about virus and software and at one point that was all that was available at, at one time and in the way that I understand virus software to, to work is you have to download it to a particular device and so that virus software would live on my computer um, but but what about the virus software that can live on a tablet or on your phone or you know other smart areas, TV smart yeah. TV areas that you just can't protect from virus softwares and so what do you do about that yeah, you know, these uh, virus software, agent softwares, they're specific to one device. It doesn't pay any attention to the wider network that you're connected to. Mm -hmm. It's only running locally on your machine. And yes, it's getting updates for all the latest threats and, you know, providing you keep it running. It's, it is constantly monitoring your device whilst you're, whilst you're on, mm. on the device. But when you think about, you know, even say, say we just had phones, tablets, and laptops and computers, right? They're, they're devices that we kind of use and, and uh, operate 
personally. But what about all the devices that are connected, like thermostats and cameras and doorbells? We have no interaction with those. We don't we don't really operate them. They they're there provided to us as a service, but they're connected to our network. That's correct. And and the manufacturers are usually updating the firmware whenever they find patches that are necessary to prevent hacks from, from happening. But they're only as fast as their software department is in the sense that they are alerted to a new hack that they didn't know might exist and to, to fill that hole per se of access uh, you're vulnerable until that manufacturer has the fix for it. And so, so what do you do? You know, Gamble, I was, I was at a, uh, uh, at an event and before the event, a couple of days before the event, I got, I got two stories for you because I, I really want, and one's for residential and the other one is for, for commercial. And I had a client call me and it was a couple of days before this expo. And she was like, JJ, I've been hacked. I got a uh, I got a phone number to call, and, and I've been hacked, and I'm terrified, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's spread, you know, on my network. You know, what do I do? And uh, honestly, there was I'm not too sure of of what she could have done other than research the phone number prior to calling it. You know, there there are some, you know procedures that should be done before just uh, immediately you know uh, doing whatever <laughs> a pop-up might request of you or something that you might read in in the email that you receive you know that's more of a, a phishing type of a virus phishing to see if they can create some type of call to action for you to to click on and that's either in a link or in an image and so if you don't know who it's from just go ahead and delete that immediately is is my first uh suggestion and if it's important they'll call you uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah or send you a letter or something like that but don't click any links or download anything that you've never seen so so my my client unfortunately there was a pop-up it said call a phone number and she allowed somebody to log into her computer and started asking her to do some really suspicious things then then she unhooked unplugged the computer and hung up the phone and, you know, was very concerned about her security and doesn't know it. Yeah. In panic and doesn't know if he Mm. downloaded something into her house, not only on the computer, but very possible he could have downloaded something to her printer, you know, that connects to the internet. And that happens, you know, if you have, if you have a scale that connects to the network, yes, there could be a vulnerability in that. You know, the other story that I have, Gamble, and, it, and this is, this is uh, you know, a verbal conversation at the bar that I had with some friends over a drink, and, and they were like, Jay, you know, residential is, is, is an everyday occurrence, but commercial is being hacked all of the time as well. And there was a, there was a big retailer that we all know who, who it is, and and they were hacked via their their HVAC. HVAC is is their smart thermostat. And the hack went through their their smart thermostat and just laid in wait until they found an opportunity. And usually a hack is, is a is the hack is not getting into the thermostat. 
the hack is just getting the thermostat is just like the foothold. That's just the starting point. And they just kind of lay in wait and they're looking for that second vulnerability that they can actually, you know, take advantage of. And so what do you do about that? You know, how do you how do you stop that virus from from accessing that network? And, you know, that's again, well, I think that's that that there are answers out there that you and I can definitely share with our audience. But, you know, these are things that that definitely are an elephant in the room that that our audience needs to consider and really think about the exposure that that they might have and i'm I'm gonna you know something gamble i i want to challenge our our audience how many devices do you think you have on your network at your house gamble do you think they know well listen this this is one of the basic the basic things that I say Michael's to Michael's like, I have no clue. Yeah. This is one of the basic things that I, I ask customers to, to check because we've put in a Wi-Fi system for them. It gives them an app that they can see more than they could typically see through their internet service providers, modem or router. I say to them, look, are these people meant to be on your network? Are these devices recognized by you and if they are give them a familiar name so and I'll, I'll take my house as an example i've got my son's xbox that's got a name because mm-hmm. because before i give it a name a familiar name it might just say xbox ab137xz i don't know what that is if it's a samsung tv which i might have two or three of them i want to know which one's the living room which one's the kitchen which one's the bedroom because for all I know, as much as I like my next door neighbor, they could be on my Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. They could be using my my internet to to connect tablets, phones, printers, um, security cameras. Mm-hmm. How do you do you know everything that's connected to your network? Mm-hmm. And then new arrivals, which and this is where I like. I like systems, Wi-Fi systems that tell you that a new device is connected to your network. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of that because it could be that you've had something installed that you didn't want installed, like maybe you've had a, a change to some of your electrical equipment or your heating equipment, and and unbeknown to you, it's been connected to the internet, and, and you might not want that. Mm-hmm. So you should have the option to, to kick that off the network, pause it, or, or, or give it limited permission. Yeah. And, and Gamble, you know, the two wireless solutions that we're always talking about provide that easy access through app, uh, through an app that allows you to name said devices. And then you can also make those devices as safe to be on the network. Mm. And, and anything that is, like you said, that comes onto your network you are alerted and then you can say, yeah, this device can go ahead and be on my network or no, let's go ahead and block this. What's, what's going on here. And, uh, at least with the manufacturers that, that we're representing and installing, uh, you can do that remotely. And so you don't have to be at home. And so if your son has a friend or, you know, your kiddo has a friend that comes over and they bring their wireless device, you can name it Timmy's iPad. If, you deem it safe to be on your network as a guest 
um, or, or not. You can block it from being on the network. Yeah, and another good piece of housekeeping really for your Wi-Fi is, is the creation of a guest network, a okay. guest network that, that truly segregates devices. It provides them internet connection, but doesn't allow them the freedom to to talk to other devices on the network. Mm. And that should be standard practice for home and business. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and this is where the threat can come from, that you can bring threats into your home because you're being part of a, a public network in a office environment, uh, an airport, a coffee shop, restaurant. You can, this, it's, to me, it's like picking up dog dirt on your shoe and then dragging it into your home yeah. like you just wouldn't do it but you're happy to pick up somebody else's crap and drag it into your home network why right. why, why is that happening right you know gamble the other thing that everybody has been screaming about and it, which makes news and i and i don't think it's fair at all to manufacturers that that people claim have been hacked, uh, and it's not necessarily the manufacturer's fault. You know, uh, actually, the the individual has been compromised by their email address, and it doesn't necessarily mean the email address was compromised from your home. Some third party, you could have gotten compromised from <laughs> the local donut shop, and they could have picked up your email address from the donut shop. And then because you have your generic username and password as admin admin or admin password, because they have your email address that's legitimate, they can run a phishing thing on your home and look for all the devices that use your email address as well as your as well as generic admin password or admin admin or admin one two three four or you know, all the generic ones, they can run them in a split millisecond and, and you don't even know. So please, for the love of Pete, change <laughs> your username and password. And one other thing, I gamble, I have people all the time that say, I have a spreadsheet of passwords. Yeah. <laughs> you And, and I asked, I, I asked a cybersecurity expert. Uh, he, he works over in D.C., Washington, D.C. And, and I said, you know, my everybody's like, man, I got a spreadsheet of passwords. I can't. He's like, JJ, you only need one password. And that but that one password needs to be a combination of 16. It, it can be a phrase. I like chocolate chip cookies, but use uh, use symbols for some of the letters and you can use spacings and or maybe not spacings but in that phrase of i love chocolate chip cookies works fantastic and you can use the same password on every device that you own you don't have to worry about a hack because nobody you know no supposedly you know there's no algorithm that can hack you know a phrase that is very unique that has caricatures that are very unique so we can all, my understanding is throw away that spreadsheet of passwords as long as we have a cool phrase that, that we love and can remember. Yeah, I think a lot of people also trust their, their device to remember their password and that that's also has its pitfalls that if you can't 
get access to that that storage of passwords and some of them are auto created by the the device um that to me it, it feels a little bit risky just to leave it all on the device although it's not in the device per se it's oh. typically stored in the cloud but yeah it's it's a, it's a tricky one that uh, i'm not sure about one password I, I would take a lot of convincing to to go that route but i could i can understand that that would be a secure password as well yeah. as, long, um, as long as as long as nobody knows what that phrase eology is hmm. but, he, but even in a cyber you know with your digital wallets i think you're getting like a, a 12 word passphrase that you have to remember or write down i heard a story on a, on a youtube video with the, the kind of probably the most famous youtuber now mr beast oh yeah he he had his uh password for his crypto wallet written on a sticky note or 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 a on a sticker on his MacBook, and it had his his password, <laughs> and he, he had about it? He had about two million dollars uh, worth of Bitcoin in there. Oh. This was a good few years ago, and his MacBook was stolen. Oh God! And he, eventually, they retrieved the MacBook. They found it, and he was so worried that crikey, the password was right there. All they had to do, <laughs> and it, he opened up the laptop logged in and not a single cent of bitcoin had oh been my Lord. stolen and that person had <laughs> that person could have transferred it all Man, change change that phrase change that phrase oh my god yeah I, i'm terrified of forgetting my phrase or my my 12 words i'm terrified of that yeah uh, anyways yeah man but cybersecurity and cyber attacks in a residence is Man, it's 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 good money it, from my understanding, uh, from from what I read in the in the papers, and, and it happens. It is not something that does not happen, uh, and and so we know that there's virus software that lives on individual devices. But you know, honestly, there there needs to be devices that actually block you know content from going back and forth that is not wanted on uh, on your network. Yeah, I think there's there's always been vulnerable devices. Printers have always been recognized as a vulnerable device. You know, so some of them have features where they're creating like a hotspot for you to connect to. I'm always concerned about those. I also uh, always encourage people to try and, if they've got their own Wi-Fi system, try and turn off the Wi-Fi part of their home router their their internet service provider's device because sometimes that's easy to to find out you know it could be a visitor to your home easily takes a photograph of the back of the the modem where it's displaying the password even even displays the admin password to get into the setting so i've seen those sitting in windowsills mm. but they're back to the outside world where you can read the password which i think is just wow that's like leaving your pin code to your Bank bank card, whatever that's crazy yeah. but that happens get that changed uh or, or, or just get it out of the window <laughs> well i guess yeah. so, i guess it's common over there 
Is it, is it because you have a, a satellite receiving modem and you put it in the window to receive signal? Is that is that a common? No, it's because we have that just, here. Just the placement. People put it on on windowsills just uh-huh. because it's you know it's where the incoming telephone connection might come in, but yeah, just where where it's found a place. But I'm always conscious of you know cybersecurity can can be prevented just from some physical changes you know and just being aware that who have you given passwords to who's who's accessed your network yeah uh also be be savvy about what people might be asking you to do if you were on a telephone call to your bank or you thought it was your bank telephone call to uh a service provider from any other your electrical company anything like that right there's kind of triggers that you should be saying, wow, I don't think you need to know that information. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the other thing, Gamble, is for, for at least our clients and the clients that kind of go the the less is more approach, the the, the keeping it reals, the the nulls of, of grouping. If it asks, would you like to do a firmware update? Yes, absolutely. If you have a phone or if you have a computer and it says, hey, we need to do a firmware update and it's legit and it's from Windows, do the, you know, or on or iOS, do the update. There's a reason that they're sending them out. And the majority of the time is because there's a vulnerability that's been detected. And in order to provide protect your device, you need to do the firmware update. Those... Um, and that you know that that goes for like your Blu-ray player and your Apple TV and your televisions. Uh, if it's asking for a firmware update, go ahead and and do that update on your television. If you're using a third-party controller, grab. Usually, that third-party controller is extremely clunky to try to navigate over to the TV controls. But if you have the original TV remote, like a Sony or a Samsung or an LG, just grab that original remote and navigate to the menu and update the firmware and then you know that your television's updated sometimes the 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 the, it'll encourage you to do an update and give you a little pop-up there in that top right hand corner yeah so i think what we're kind of moving towards is soon jj and myself we're gonna we're gonna introduce you to a product in the coming weeks that that we've discovered as as business owners and and it's something that's inspired our business to really concentrate more on on cybersecurity. It's not something that we've never thought about, but products come along and they and they kind of trigger you to to review how you conduct uh, and how you protect your customers' networks, which is always top of mind anyway. Mm-hmm. But things are evolving, and JJ and I were also talking about how you know the current situation is what it is, but what are we going to see in the future? You know, decentralized currencies, digital IDs, artificial intelligence. It's, and we, I think we said it in other episodes where, what, what we're, what stage we're at now is, is still early days. We're just still in the, in the scratching the dirt, the opening scenes of this, the smart world, and. I think our our networks really need to start becoming more robust. Mm-hmm. Where our own personal habits need to become more secure as well. Yeah, and you know, Gamble, the the biggest thing for me is is understanding, and uh, 
if our clients would download an app, there's an app called Fing. I don't know if y'all have that over in the UK mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, got that. Yeah. yeah, but download this app, Fing, F-I-N-G. And what it does is when you're on a network, and it, this should be a, at your home in particular is what I'm talking about. When you're on your home, log on to your, get on your Wi-Fi, open Fing, hit search, and it will lift the veil of the amount of devices that are on your network there at the house. Uh, usually, Gamble, we're seeing homes that have our average client homes are having anywhere from 27 to you know 35 devices on the network. And that's anywhere from uh, video doorbells to smart speakers to, you know, surveillance camera systems to, I mean, shades, to, <laughs> irrigation controls. I mean, garage door openers. I mean, it's yeah, so just... I, I've got 46. I've got 46 devices yeah. on my network. Yeah. I mean, if people just don't understand how many devices are there. And each one of those devices could have at least, at least one vulnerability. So I think in a couple of episodes coming forward, we're going to talk about how can you expose and plug the holes of vulnerability in there. So, And, and also, we're, I think we're going to talk about this more and more because we don't expect you to be experts. But what we're going to try and help you identify are, are, are methods, techniques, products, that will help you be secure, but without you having to retrain us to some cybersecurity expert. Yeah, we yeah. Less is more. Make it yeah. easy. But I want to understand, and I want to find know how that and know that there is a solution. So super excited of what is to come. That's a wrap on episode one fifty one, bro. Yeah, it's a good don't, one. don't for, don't forget JJ's challenge. It was to find out how many devices are connected to your network. Yeah, He's drop it down in our comments. App. Get that app, Thing, or uh, Wi-Fi Man is another good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can do a scan of your network and, and put it in the comments of YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, there we go. Hey, like we say every time, if you don't know, find yourself a home tech pro. And until next time, have a fantastic week.